Nothing But the Words, episode number 72, Essential Lessons from Traditional Publishing. Welcome to Nothing But the Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But the Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going well. I love the way self publishing has removed the barriers to publishing so everyone who wants to can write and publish a book. If you really want to, you can publish a book in the next 24 hours. You can have whatever you've written uploaded to Amazon and ready to go as an ebook within a day. Self-publishing creates a way for people who would otherwise not have access to create their own access so they can publish what they want, not what a gatekeeper decides is worthy of publishing. Readers will decide whether or not a book has value. I love self-publishing. That being said, traditional publishing still holds a lot of value for many authors based on their particular goals. In fact, about half of my coaching clients are publishing traditionally. In other words, some acquisitions editor at a publishing house has said yes to publishing their book under that publisher's umbrella. While traditional publishing is definitely not for everyone, and we can talk about why on another episode, there are lessons every author can and should learn from traditional publishing. Today, I want to go over five of those really important lessons for you, and they will apply to you whether you plan to publish traditionally or to self-publish. But I'm specifically talking to those of you who plan to self-publish. Lesson number one, you need a plan to write and sell your book. When traditional publishers buy a nonfiction book from an author, they almost always buy it based on a book proposal. A proposal has several sections that you're supposed to cover when you want to sell your book, but it mainly focuses on what your book will include as content, who you are as an author, and how you will sell this book. Traditional publishers want to know what content your book will include, who your audience is, why you're the right person to write this book, why the marketplace needs this book right now, and how you plan to get your book in front of the right audience. In other words, how you will market and promote your book. What's your plan, man? These are elements of writing and publishing every author, self-published or traditionally published, should think through. Doing this planning work up front will keep you from making a lot of mistakes like targeting the wrong audience or failing to have a marketing plan in place for your book. If you invest the time to go through this process, the planning of what you will write and the planning of how you will sell your book, you'll also find that all of this research and thought and introspection will help you decide what to include in your book and what to leave out of it. Lesson number two, speaking of what to include in your book, your outline is crucial, but it's not written in stone. Every one of my coaching or co-writing or ghostwriting clients who has a traditional book deal has included an outline in their book proposal. That's expected. The publisher needs to know what your book will include. But almost every one of my clients has changed their outline somewhere along the way. Sometimes they changed it at my suggestion. Sometimes they changed it at their acquiring editor or the publisher's suggestion. And sometimes they changed it because as they got into the writing, they realized how they could make their book better. Just that simple. The outline was a starting place. 
but they allowed themselves the flexibility to switch things up when they needed to. Your outline is not written in stone. I spoke to a woman on a consultation call last week, and she had started writing her book several years ago, but she got stuck in the middle and had no idea how she would end the book. Your outline will keep you from getting stuck. When you outline your book, you plan the middle and the end before you ever start writing. It can keep you from writing on and on and on because you don't know when to finish your book or keep you from just dropping off because you haven't thought of a conclusion for your book. So you just figure, let me end it here. I don't care if it takes you six weeks to craft a strong outline. The time is worth it. And just know that as you write, you have the ability to make changes. You can change your outline. It's yours. Lesson number three from traditional publishing, get feedback before you get too far into writing your book. Authors who are traditionally published have a chance to get feedback on their book idea and their outline and their writing before they get too far into writing their book. We're talking about nonfiction here. Many traditionally published authors will work with author coaches like me so that they can get feedback along the way, but they also get feedback from their editor who buys the book on the publisher's behalf. So whether or not they have an author coach to work with, they're still going to get some feedback from that editor. And the best editors, those who have time, because editors tend to have very full calendars these days, those who have time will give some really thoughtful feedback that can help books become even better than what you submitted on the proposal. Keep in mind that most nonfiction authors only submit like one to three sample chapters of their book with their proposal. Based on the feedback they get on those few chapters that they've written, they can and usually do make changes to the rest of the book. So they haven't taken the time to write all 10 or all 20 chapters yet. They've just written a few, maybe even one, depending on how they're selling the book. So before they get too deeply into the writing, they're able to get some feedback and use that feedback to make the rest of the book even better. Even if you're self-publishing, you can and should get feedback on your book. You should get feedback on your outline so you don't get so far into the process and then realize this outline doesn't have everything I needed to have or it has too much. You can work with an author coach to get feedback. You can join a writer's workshop. There are lots of online writing classes you can take that will give you feedback on your writing. Whatever resource you find and are comfortable with, take advantage of it. Feedback is incredibly valuable because it's hard for you as the author to see the holes in your story, to see what's missing from the way you plan to share your process in your book, to see the subtle ways in which you can improve your writing or improve the flow of your book from one chapter to the next. I highly recommend getting feedback from someone along the way before you get too far into writing your book. That way, any changes you make in the early stages can be carried through the whole book with much less labor on your part. Lesson number four from traditional publishing, deadlines can make a huge difference. Most of my traditionally published clients are given anywhere from six months to a year to write their books. Once they receive a contract and some portion of their advance from the publisher, the clock is ticking. These people have full personal and professional lives. Most of them don't have a lot of extra time on their hands, but their publisher expects the manuscript to be ready by a specified and agreed upon date. Often the balance of the advance won't be paid until the author turns in the balance of the manuscript. So there is money on the line. Fair enough, although I'm still a fan of full advance paid up front, but that's a different topic. Either way, traditionally published authors have a contractual obligation to turn in their manuscript by a specific time. Now, I know it can be hard to set deadlines for yourself and really feel the importance of meeting them when you don't have as much on the line. 
When there's not anybody waiting to get your book or to get your manuscript, there's no immediate money when you turn it in. But I encourage you to set those deadlines anyway. Now, don't set a ridiculously short deadline and try to pressure yourself into quickly writing your book. That is a rookie mistake, my friends. Instead, set a reasonable deadline. Depending on how long your book is or how complex it will be, three to four to six to 12 months to complete your manuscript draft. Factor your lifestyle into the deadline so you're not unrealistic in your expectations of how much time you can and will commit to your book. And then find a way to get some support. I almost said accountability, but I hesitate to say get accountability because let's face it, the only person you can really be accountable to is yourself. In fact, I'm hesitant to coach authors who come to me and say their primary need for coaching is accountability. I have found in my experience that that rarely works. All they have to do is skip our coaching sessions and ignore my emails. So how much can I really hold them accountable? And yes, people have done it. (laughs) Traditionally published authors often work with an author coach to help them make those deadlines, but that coach isn't holding their feet to the fire in that way. Yes, we can nag a bit, we can nudge, we can encourage. And regular coaching sessions will serve as mile markers for the author and remind them to get the writing done. Even more importantly, that coach is there to help you talk through anything that's keeping you stuck. And that could be anything from your own mindset and thoughts and beliefs about your abilities as a writer, about the value your book provides or will provide to the structure of your book or the content you've included or the way you've written a recent passage. So your author coach is there to really support you. I coach my clients through the tough parts so they can keep writing. Regardless of how busy they are, my clients work aggressively to hit those deadlines, but they get support to do it. So it's not a painful task for them. Hopefully not. So yes, share your deadline with someone. It could be an author coach. It could be a friend who has a similar goal and you've decided to support each other in reaching that goal, but also in hitting some milestones along the way. Because if you say, hey, check in with me in six months and I'll have a manuscript, a lot can go wrong (laughs) in six months. So have some stops along the way where you'll check in weekly even to make sure you're both moving towards your goal. Seek out a relationship with a professional, with a peer, with a colleague in which you can have help staying focused on the deadline, yes, but in which you will also have some help getting over the obstacles when they arise, and they will. Lesson number five from traditional publishing. This is our final lesson today, friends. It takes a team to publish a phenomenal book. I know I've said this before, and if you've listened to previous episodes, you won't be shocked to hear this, but I'm going to say it again because traditional publishing does this really, 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 really well. You cannot self-publish a phenomenal book on your own. And fine, I know someone out there in the world has done it, but it's a rare and elusive thing. So I'm encouraging you to stay in your lane, stay with your gifts, and don't try to be a unicorn in this universe of publishing. Traditionally published authors work with ghostwriters much more often than you know. When they don't have ghostwriters or co-writers, they often have author coaches. These authors are not necessarily professional writers. We're not talking about people who come from journalism backgrounds, right? We're talking about people who are experts in their particular field. But that expertise doesn't necessarily extend to book writing. So they hire an expert to help them get the job done. They also get feedback from their acquisitions editor, as we've mentioned. They have a copy editor employed by the publisher who will go line by line through the manuscript. Professional layout designers and cover designers make traditionally published books look fabulous. 
the ones I love look fabulous. They don't all look fabulous, but they, they look really, really good. And they look professionally designed. And when they're very lucky or very smart, traditionally published authors also have marketing professionals in their corner, even if they have to pay for the team themselves. I can tell you many of my clients, even though they have a publisher, pay for their own PR. They run their own Facebook ads. They invest in marketing their books because they know whatever their publisher is doing for marketing is probably not enough. You, my friend, also need a team when you publish your book. And you can create that team on any budget. So do not let money be an excuse. Start setting aside some amount of money for your team from the moment you conceive of your book idea. Do some research on what you'll have to spend. One of my clients brilliantly went back to her alma mater and offered marketing internships to a couple of students. Their job was to promote the launch of her book. She took the time to create a formal program outlining the learning objectives and what the students would do to meet those objectives. The students got class credit and she got free marketing help. Do not decide that you can't have a team because you don't have the money. Budget and save for your publishing team and then get creative, just like my client did. So these are five essential lessons you can take from traditional publishing. You need a plan to write and sell your book. Your outline is crucial, but it's not written in stone. Get feedback before you get too far into writing your book. Deadlines make a huge difference. And finally, it takes a team to publish a phenomenal book. That's all for this episode, my friends. For more writing tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Candace L. Davis. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.